Welcome back to The Vibe, guys. I am so, so excited because I have Travis London on the pod today. Travis London is an American celebrity chef, television host, writer, interior designer, and event planner. I became quickly obsessed with Travis after seeing his home feature on Architectural Digest. Most of you know that I am an interior design school I actually just completed, and so I thought, let me reach out to him, maybe learn a few things from him, truly not expecting a response back, but the response I received was a divine moment between the two of us. In short, I had expressed that I was who I was, was very vulnerable, and his response was, design heals. In that moment, I knew we would become fast friends and that he was going to play a big role in my choice to articulate myself with design. I'm so excited to have you on, Travis, and I would love if you could introduce yourself to the audience, who you are, where you're from, the things that make Travis, Travis, before we get deep into who you are. Hi, I'm Travis London. I'm a cancer. I'm looking for love. I like long walks on the beach. <laughs> Perfect <laughs> way to older. start. <laughs> I'm also the owner of Studio London Co., an interior design company based here in Miami Beach, Florida. I'm originally from Los Angeles, but I have lived in New York, Milan, and Paris. So sick. I love that. So, Travis and I actually met, and I got to see his beyond extraordinary home that is detailed beyond anything I've ever seen. His eye for art, balance, colors, textures is one that is not only impressive, but that's actually how he is as a person, bright, expressive, and knowledgeable. Definitely knows how to read a room. And you absolutely feel at ease when you're around him, which is how you should always feel going into anyone's home. And that's something that I really learned when coming to see you. And I think where I want to begin is your youth. What were you like as a kid? Were you always this expressive? Were you always this like outgoing and happy and artistic? And like, what were you, what was like young Travis like? He was this. So this actually was it. Um, my dad was in jail growing up and I remember my mom had like showed me these letters. I used to write my dad letters saying, don't worry about us. We're going to be okay because I'm going to be very big and I'm going to be very rich. So like I was always writing these letters to my dad. Um, I was always creative growing up. I was always repainting my bedrooms. It became a joke in my family because it would be I never finished it because I would paint one wall, one color. Like, oh, I don't want this color anymore. I'm done with this. I want a different color. And then I would paint another wall, another color. My parents actually, for my 16th birthday, got me the book that I still have here in my bookcase. It's Do Not Disturb by Gianni Versace. And it is just a collection of his homes. And I had modeled my bedroom after his bedroom in Lake Como. So I got the sleigh bed. I painted my wall the same color. Um, so this was this was pretty much always said. He was always eccentric and always very creative. I love that. I think my mom would say whenever that question ever gets asked back to me, I'm like, no, no, this is her. She's the same person. But some people have, like, you know, they became different people from who they were as yes. children. And that's what makes them who they are. But I think I can tell that that's who you were always as a kid. And I can, we're going to go into family and, I, and get into that vibe more. What was yes. your first step into the design world? I know that you were a chef, but how did that help guide you into that space? So, you know, even my catering business, which was called Healthy She Eats, I was always about presentation. I became known for my presentation because you eat with your eyes before your palate. So design was always a part of my business. Mm -hmm. I didn't really become 
into the design world until I closed my catering business in 2015 and moved to Paris. It was when I was living in Paris that I got to actually focus on design and learn. You know, the thing about design is you have to learn history because nothing yes. is new. It's just re reinterpreted ideas. So in Paris, I was able to actually explore my talents as a designer, expand my knowledge uh, that I moved to New York in 2016, put all that energy into decorating my New York apartment, which got three magazines. And that was officially the start of Studio London Co. That's so cool. And I just want to let everyone know that when I came to visit you, I love how I'm saying I came to visit you. We live 15 minutes apart. But when I came yes. to you, we literally went through every room and sat in every room and had an experience. And one of the yeah. moments that stands out and has stood out to me since, and I've talked to my mom about it, friends about it, is when you showed me your kitchen and I saw your fine china and you were like, no, 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 that's not my nice my nice dishware and I was like what do you mean this is so nice and you're like no 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 honey look to the left and I was like wow and now I've been like to my to everyone I'm like you need fine china even though I don't have it yet I'm like you need nice china and it was you like it. and it was like also the way that like you brought in your home is like a I don't want to say event but like it is like an event it's like you're coming to something when you say that before you get eat food you look at the the plating like you're taking that in first I mean, yes. even from Instagram, seeing your dinner parties, I'm like, how? How is he doing this? How does he, like, it, it just, like, fascinated me. And I love that you made sure to give each room a purpose and a reason and a why. And I love that one room we were emotional in. One room we were flirty and girly. One room I was like, what's the smell? What's going on? It's like every moment you, like, gave me an experience. And I feel like... That is why I'm going to learn so much from you because you gave me such an experience that like many other people would not be willing to be like, yeah, this little girl, come on over. Enjoy yourself. You really like brought me in and treated me with respect and maturity. And I appreciate you for that. And I want you to know that because I've met a Thank lot you. of designers. <laughs> Thank you so much. That means so much. You're an incredible person. But I think going back to what you said, it's all about creating experiences. And I think a lot of people want the life or want a certain lifestyle, but they don't take as much time they take time curating their image on instagram but not enough life actually cure but not enough time curating their actual life so everything is an experience for me when you walk in my home you just said it there's a smell you smell because i have a fragrance machine in the ac so i want everything to be an experience I, the plates that are nice that i use for my everyday plates are not the same plates i use for my dinner time dinner time is a more elegant experience we need to up the ante people so those plates are more luxurious or more you know are more delicate yeah um, also, each room is a different emotion because we're not the same people in each room. Who I am when I'm cooking is very different than who I am when I'm in my, my master bedroom, which is very different than who I am when I'm in my office, my living room, or my TV room. Those are all different me's, has their different hues. Those are different experiences that I'm curating, not just for myself, but for my guests. I want you to feel those experiences in each room. And I just appreciate you doing that because the amount of people that I have met that it's not that anyone owes me that right to like show me and ex give me that experience, but to just naturally give me that experience was like the nicest thing ever and like makes me want to give others that experience, even though I have nothing to compare as your home. But nonetheless, I want people to feel that feeling that I felt walking away after four hours of literally not knowing you stayed for four hours, cried tears. Like I want people to feel that like I left feeling so fulfilled and comfortable and that's like not something i personally as an anxious person feel all of the time so like you did you gave me that and just Thank you. i need you to know that so now going into one of my favorite things about you 
you're a huge family person. Yes. <laughs> and one of the first things that made me really drawn to you is when you told me you wanted to get your family to move near you and your art is literally all like personalized, beautiful paintings of your family and your dogs and your dogs are your life. And Sebastian, I will make sure to never, ever, ever <laughs> love that little, little, little guy with all of me. Um, but it's so oh, beautiful. It's so rare to see people really care about their family. I don't mean to say this wrongly. It's very rare for, to see people moving forward in their lives wanting to be like, my end goal is to have my mom and my sisters here and whatnot. Like, that is a beautiful fucking goal. And that's not, again, not often you see. That's not usually the first thing you hear from somebody that, oh, I'm, I moved here. I actually want my family to be here right next to me and X, Y, Z. I'd love for you to discuss, like, your family bond obviously why family is important to you and why it's so important in the world that you work in because you really opened my eyes to being like oh I want I, I want my mom to know how appreciated she is I I, I actually this will go out later anyway but I actually just got her a Gucci bag because I was like she deserves to know Amazing. like I, she just I work hard she knows she should deserve to know that like she deserve like I we can I, I say I I have a sister but I can do nice things for her and like yeah. you really again i'm like about to cry you like open my eyes to that that like we can do so much for ourselves we can wear balenciaga pants we can do the thing but like to be able to be like no i actually want my other people to share this too was like really special so i'd love for you to just like break down your family vibe obviously you mentioned your dad and you being like i'm gonna be better for my family and i i actually didn't know that story before so i'd love for you to get into it well, that's the thing. If you're doing good and then someone looks at the others around you and they're doing horrible, then you're not winning. You're actually losing. Um, you know, I think I look back and I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> you're so good. We need to get you um, a phone stand. I know. Um, I, I look back on, you know, my family and the sacrifices they made for me to be where I am today. And knowing what it is to have a family member taken from you and knowing what it is that it is very precious to have you know them close to you i love my mom my dad my sisters my grandmother they all raised me um that's why especially i celebrate women because i was raised by very strong women all the art in my house are actually done by women artists um i would be nothing without my family I, they're my core they're my heart of everything i do i have when i'm having a stressful day and i'm unhappy i, I need to go home i need to be around my family or my mom will come here that's just my life you know and there's no there's no winning if the people that are closest to you aren't winning as well. That's not reality. To truly be, be successful, everyone around you needs to be eating and needs to also be successful. Um, so yeah, I always think about them or whatever I do because everything I do affects them as well. We are family. We only have each other. Um, you know, you do have your family that you create, which are your very close friends, and I have amazing friends. But my family, my mother, my sister, my other sister, and my nephew, and my grandmother, my cousin, they're everything to me. And I always think about them. And I just think, like, I mean, I, I don't know how you are with, like, true... I'm not a client of yours, but true clients. But, like, that just, like, sits so deeply within me because, again, a lot of people are out for... Not themselves, but they're like, I got the success. I'm going to go do this for myself. And it's, like, to be so... I'm not even going to be, like, so selfless. But to do that and, like, want know that your end goal is to bring your family is just, like again a very rare thing like a very rare thing to see in today's world ever it, it just is and the fact that like those were the main things i got from seeing you were like family comfort 
ease. Like I, 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 like I said, I'm a high anxious person. You reminded me so many things that have stuck with me. And I saw you, what, like a month and a half ago? Like yeah. it is stuck so deeply within me. And I hope anyone who listens knows that through whatever adversity you faced as a child, whatever it may have been, you know, I lost my dad as you and I, I think, yes. I think that's where we both like really come together. Um, that no matter what adversity you face, it doesn't mean you can't like, do the fucking most like you can you you have the choice to create the life you want to live and whatever happened with your dad does not serve your life right now and it's beautiful to be able to see that i think people don't hear enough people's struggles or what may have like pushed them into this direction and you saying that i know i know in my heart is going to help so many people like, yeah, I think so. I just wanted to be better. You know, even when you go back to why I became a chef, I became a chef for my mother. I wanted my mother to be healthier and eat healthier. So I became, I got into food for my mother. Um, everything I know, my family taught me. I didn't really have to go to culinary school because my grandmother taught me how to cook. I didn't even use a, a stand mixer until I was in culinary school because we did everything with our hands. Um, so, you know, yeah, my family is always the basis of everything I do, whether it's design or culinary. They're at the heart of everything I do. And you've met them because you've met me and they are in with me always. No, I literally feel like when I get the chance or the opportunity, I feel like I'll know them. I mean, even the way that your dogs like, and I'd love for you to just quickly talk, but your dogs, the way that they like, and I'm sure they do this with everyone, but like, I like to make myself feel special, but the way that they like flock towards me and like, I'm going to give Sebastian extra love because he really stayed with me. But the way that they, the way that they love says a lot about you yes i love my baby they're sitting at my feet right now where else would um, they be I, I love them so much they're my little kids i had so my one of my dog one of my dogs last year passed away andrew and he was my first dog i ever got he taught me responsibility he taught me humility um compassion he you know it was just me and andrew against the world my favorite moments with him are walking through paris because i was always on america oh my god he went to paris with you my dogs, go, my dogs have never spent a day away from me. So any country I've been to, my dogs have been there. But Andrew um, was, I only had one dog at that time. So Andrew lived with me in Paris. Um, Pierre lived in Milan, but Andrew lived, it was just me and Andrew. And I was always on American time the year and a half I lived in Paris. And my best moments are just walking at like two o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning with Andrew all over Paris. Cause I would walk him off leash. He was the best at staying with me and walking with me. So we would just walk off leash all through Paris at like two, three o'clock in the morning. And he loved it. I would take him to nightclubs. I would take him to hotel cars. Wait, nightclubs? yeah, I would take him to nightclubs in Paris because um, they let they let me. Um, so he had literally the be- my best moments were with Andrew because I only had one dog at that time. And then sadly, Andrew passed last year um, because of an underlying heart issue that I didn't know about. But um, you know, he's even with me today. But my dogs are such a they're just all such a huge part of my life. I love my baby. They're my kids. I treat them literally like kids. That's why I have a dog room in my house for my dogs. The dog room is of my dogs on the wall and on the bed. But I love them so much. They're my babies. No, I know. And literally, uh, one I have two stories. One is when you told me about Andrew. We were both sitting in the room across from your room, and I guess yes. that's your is that your TV room, right? Yes. And we both started crying about like everything, <laughs> and. Um, you mentioned, first of all, 
anyone who's going to see this is going to see your house, and it's extraordinary. And you mentioned to me that when Andrew passed, you painted everything black in your house and started anew. And I'd love for you to talk about that because, like, I told you my fear of decorating is once you do it, it has to stay that way. And you were like, no, 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 honey. That's not how it works. And then you told me this story. And I'd love for you to tell that because I feel like a lot of people do get wrapped up in that, like, I'm investing so much in X, Y, Z. But, like, feelings are feelings and your home is your home. Yes. Um, So with me, you know, a life of love is a life of color. If you have no color, you have no love. When Andrew passed, I didn't want love in my life, so I painted all the walls in the house black. I had all the furniture upholstered black because I could not accept or want love in my life. My little boy was gone. You know, he was everything to me. Mm-hmm. Like, literally talking about Andrew gets me to cry. I know. It makes um, you cry, too. I'm sorry. I don't want to make you cry. No, it's okay. So I had had everything painted black because I just could not have any love in my life without, you know, my little boy. And once I got back and I got in the right headspace and I got back to being me, I had to have the whole house painted. I had all the furniture reupholstered. The only thing I kept black was the media room sofa because it actually just works. Yeah. <laughs> so I kept that sofa black, but I did colorful pillows. Yeah. On the sofa. But everything else I had reupholstered because love was back in my life. I, I now knew he was with me always, and that was his journey to be with me in a different way. Um, so I was okay with bringing love back in my life. But for me, a life without love is a life without color. You know, like if you don't have color in your life, you have no love. Um, so that was why I did that. But also, I'm a huge believer always bringing it happy. I don't want to cry. I'm a huge believer in always decorate, redecorating your space because a home is a truest reflection of where we are in life in that moment. And a lot of times, we're constantly growing. We're human beings. We got to be evolving. If you're not evolving, you're dead, honey. So if you're alive and you're living, then you're evolving. So your house should always be changing. A house is never ending. It's never ending, people. I love that. And I think, again, that's something people need to remember. And that that there's also easier... I think a lot of people get, like... Remember when I looked at uh, one of your dining room chairs and you were like, this is a chair from anthropology, but I got it reupholstered with this type of... Like, I feel like people forget that you can, like, recreate things yourself. Yes. So customization is the truest form of luxury. Luxury is not going to, you know, Gucci and buying something off the rack. Luxury is going to a tailor and actually having something customized to you. So, like, I'm a big person in starting cheap and making it more luxury so like the dining chairs are from anthropology but they're upholstered in a kelly Woodsworth fabric which is a very expensive print um you know my two pink chairs in the living room are a cb2 very affordable the bones were good but then i had it reupholstered in a scalamandre fabric from france i love that and that's something that i definitely took in when i was making my bedroom i like spent a good amount on my bed but then i was like here's some really just chic easy white ikea nightstands because i was like I'm not going to, if I change this, I won't feel bad about this. Easy. And also done. you can customize a lot of stuff from Ikea and you can make it even. And easy. I can paint it. I can yes. do so many things, but I want to. the hardware. I, exactly. I'll show you. I'll, I'll show you the only thing I have to show you. Um, but let's, <laughs> let's get back to design, back to design and back to positive things. So I would love if you could tell my listeners kind of, especially because I was New York based before this, what is your advice on decorating a small space? Because this is a question I got so frequently, like so frequently. How do you design a small space? So when it comes to a small space, I think you have to be cognizant. I don't know how to say the word. I mispronounce a lot of things. I'm cognizant. Uh, yes, cognizant. I got you. 
you, thank you. You have to be cognizant of whatever the word is. Cognizant. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you have to be aware. I'm Mexican and black. You have to be aware of the space. And you have to be aware that one thing should be two things. So if you have a smaller space, you can't have a lot of things. So one thing should really be functional of two things. I think that's the big thing of a small space is not one thing should only work for one thing. It should be a functional thing that works for two things. So then you multiply the small space you have. That was just one little question that like literally 45 people asked me and I was like, whoa. Like Also add, you know, if you have a small space, add color. Yeah. Add color, make it unique. I love that. And I think, again, once I share who you are and all the color you use, and even I was so inspired by you, even though you're going to see my room and be like, Alexa, you didn't take any inspiration from me. No, but also you and I spoke about color and color is a very personal thing. So we talked about the colors that make you feel sexy and they're nude, which is a color. So I told you specifically use that. Yes, you have it there. Use nude in your bedroom because that's authentic to you. Never follow a trend because you'll hate it a month from now. Find out the color that's authentic to you and then use that color, whether that's white, nude, or black. Listen to that, people. Do what feels authentic to you because we yes. do all get wrapped up in what everyone else has and does and their design and, you know, the amount of people who are like, I want a house like Kim K's or like, I want a house that looks like this. It's like, no, no, no. Find what you want. Like, you, yes. you be inspired. Be inspired by whoever. But like, figure out what, what, what. Alexa or Travis is going to like come home every day and be like, this is my fucking home. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. So I'm going to be honest with you, Trav. In the three Go. hours of meeting you, I felt like I learned so much, like truly, truly, truly so much emotionally about the world, about everything. And it was so much fun to even talk about my experience with design school and that you were like, has so much to do with history. And I was like, funny you say that because ancient Egypt is now my favorite topic to talk about after this. Um, since I learned so much from you, what have you, what do you think is the biggest learning lesson you've learned thus far in this industry? And, like, who has opened their arms and heart to you in this industry? You don't have to say their names. Was there someone who, like, did do that for you, too? Um, so the biggest thing I've learned in this industry is be authentic to yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that is, A, that is your design aesthetic, but also your personality. Don't try to change to fit into the mold of, you know, what's been going on before. I was on a panel in New York. And I hate to say it, I was on a panel with a whole bunch of, but the first panel, the, the first panel, amazing, because I was with a girl, Kia, who I love, and Daniela, so amazing. The second panel was great, but they were like a little, you know, it was two people on that panel who were a bit more stuffy. So like when they, someone had asked me, how do they get clients? I said, date them, you know, like, and they were joking. I said, no, I, I'm serious. Yeah. How do you want to get clients? Date them, be a walking image of your brand. Um, but you know, a lot of times I'm very playful and I just joke around a lot, but uh, you know, just having fun, but I don't have to pretend to be something that I'm not. I am a designer. I'm very talented. I'm very aware of my craft and who I am. I don't have to sit there and be a stuffy, you know, boring designer. No, that's no fun. My designs don't showcase that. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, if your designs are stuffy and boring, then be stuffy and buttoned up and as boring as you want. Be true to yourself. But, you know, don't, you don't have to pretend to be whatever you're not. Um, I would say, in that same breath, um, you know, Britt and Emiliano from Demore Studio were very kind to me when I lived in Milan. Um, and also new designers that I've met that I've become friends with have been very welcoming to me. Um, Mikhail Welsh, Kia McSwain, Alvin Wayne. I mean, just mate, they've been very welcoming and, you know, very productive, even editors. So I, the design world, I would say, 
while sometimes it can seem scary, mm-hmm. it actually is a very welcoming place. You know, like the days of feeling threatened of like only one of us can make it, that's done. We realize now we share our struggles with each other. We talk, you know, one of the panels I was on, we all talked about um, how we charge clients and like how one's, one way is working for another, how one isn't working for another and how it made you think about, oh, wow, I knew you're right or you're right or I'm, whatever you learn from each other we're learning from each other a now. community so that's really like doing like that sounds amazing like for me especially starting off new that sounds that couldn't be more like incredible to hear because i am intimidated like i i, yeah. I would be lying if i said i wasn't i'm gonna be straight up i am intimidated doesn't mean it's gonna stop me never gonna stop me i came to your house and <laughs> yeah. and i was warm and welcoming that's so that is the design world. It, it can be a very warm and welcoming place. And, and people want to be new talent. You want to like, oh, this is what I've learned. Maybe you may need this advice. You know, like it just is about sharing things because you're stronger as a group than you are by yourself. And I, you know, and, and, you know I even loved before I moved into this apartment, I, which I would love for you to talk about. Uh, Travis actually has a, a paint, a line paint. What would you call it? A paint line. I have a paint collection coming paint out. Paint collection. Week of December. Studio yeah, so, so I, before I was going to move in here, was so excited to be like, Travis, can I get some of your paint to paint my apartment? And you can, like, use that. And he, it's going to come out is in the new year, right? It's coming out in December. Amazing. Would you, like, tell us about that, how you got involved in that? And, like, all of your little, like, side projects. And I want to talk about Architectural Digest, but that's its own thing. Well, basically, the paint line has been in development for two years. I was always custom making colors. I have a line of super premium paint, $59 gallon, no primer needed. And then I have three decorative finishes, a Venetian plaster, a metallic paint, and a metallic suede. I'm still so upset about my this. Walls. Um, the finishes are $108 a gallon. The Venetian is made in Venice, like a real Venetian plaster. Wow. It's quality on the market. Um, and it's a 41 color curated collection by yours truly. Well, you know what that means. I'm going to have to get my apartment repainted. <laughs> yes. I <laughs> no, I, I really, really house. am. I really, I ac- I actually, like, really want to. No, um, dude, I'm repainting my house in December. You are? Yes. Wow, I can't wait to see the new vibe of that. Um, I'm feeling very pink right now. I'm obsessed with the color pink, and I'm just wanting to see that everywhere right now. Wow. Why? I'm just curious. Pink is my favorite color. You're so cute. <laughs> I just can't with you. I actually have like the cutest pink top. I'm going to wear it next time I see you and just surprise yeah, you. I'm, I would show it to you, but I'm not going to. So what has been, and I hope the answer is what I think it is, but what has been the most rewarding personal moment thus far? In life or my career? <laughs> Let's do career and then life. I'd love to know oh, in life. Um, definitely coming out in AD. You know, that is, I, you know, that's the epitome of what we strive for as designers yeah. because that's our gold standard. That's our vote, right? Yeah. Um, so definitely coming on ID for me thus far has been the high achievement. And like, how did that come about? I had my house photographed in January and then I submitted it to all the different editorials and everyone actually wanted it. I was so shocked. Um, and AD didn't, they didn't eat, they didn't reply back. So I'm like, okay, well, I have all these great other offers of publications. I want it, you yeah. know, I guess it just wasn't for AD. And maybe two weeks go by and they write me and they're like, thanks for sending. We love your place. It's so fun. We're going to consider it. And I was like, oh, wow, at least they're considering it, you know? like Yeah, like that's, that's enough. <laughs> yeah, that was on a Monday, on a Wednesday, they like wrote me back. Like, so we had a meeting and yes, we want to move forward with the project. It's so fun. 
um, and unexpected. And yes, we like the exclusive. So that was how that happened. I mean, that's also how I found you. I literally, I look up Architectural Digest every day. I'm, I'm sure you do, obviously, too. Yes. And I saw Travis on there, and I'm in Miami, and so is Travis. We're also both people who are just all over the place all the time. Yes. But... I was like, that's, that was really, I was like, he's in South Beach. What are the chances that we could ever maybe like, what are the chances? And I want, and I want people to know, never be afraid to reach out to somebody that you think you may vibe with because you never Never. know. Like literally, I think I wrote and I, I wanted to pull up that email, but I think I wrote like, I'm super inspired by you. Like I've been going through a lot. If you answer this amazing, if not big love sending like great energy your way and like your response back was just like so nice so like I just want people to know that if you're ever afraid or nervous or anything like do not be because the worst case scenario is they just don't answer or they say they don't have time for you and you don't even know them so at that point what could hurt well that's I mean shoot your shot it's just like when it comes to dating shoot your shot you you never know what's gonna happen literally Travis you couldn't have said it better but people always say to me they're like I can't believe you just like so you just went to his house I'm like yeah, I did just go to it. <laughs> well, I'm not a murderer, honey. I wasn't going to murder you. I should, I could have, you could have murdered me. Exactly. But no, I, no, no. I was I just going to say, I could have murdered you. From your email, and I knew you were a good person. Um, and if worse came to worse, you know, I can defend myself. But luckily, it worked out. <laughs> luckily, I'm also half of your size. <laughs> um, no, but I, um, I, uh, I just lost my train of thought. Where was I? <laughs> Where was I? You were saying that, yes, you should always reach out yes, to people. Yes, I, I just want people know to know that, 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 like, people always come to me. They're like, how did you make this friend? I'm like, I just reached out to them. How did you find this connect? I'm like, I reached out to them. Reach out. Again. They're annoying, yes. And I'm sure, I'm sure you do, too. Like, you took, you got professional photos of your house, and you just sent it everywhere, hoping. You know, my mom always says, a closed mouth does not get fed. Yep. Words to live by. Yep, and I agree with that totally. And listen, I'm so with you. I felt like if you didn't feel my connection or vibe via that email probably wasn't meant to happen yeah but it was meant to happen and i love that we're all about the vibe i love that for us (laughs) and okay so closing this out what has been one of the most challenging i'm sorry what has been one of the most challenging factors in this art world to you i consider challenges to be a beautiful thing and I always say nothing good comes easy. So tell us about some challenges that you have faced, because I think that's also important to, you know, as much as there is good, there's always, like I said, nothing good comes easy. It doesn't make it bad. But I'd love to know about maybe some challenges that you have faced throughout this. Um, You know what? I hear a lot of no's. So I think people see me winning so much right now. Like I just was a part of the architecture that I just show how yeah. it came out two weeks ago. I've been in so much press. Um, you know, I have so many amazing opportunities coming. You think, wow, he's always winning. I get a lot of no's and it's pushing through those no's and knowing that like, you'll get that yes. Cause if you get that one yes, like that's what's gonna happen. Even like, so yes, I had two other offers from other magazines, but other magazines have said no on featuring my home. And then AD said yes, which was one of the, obviously the biggest one. Right. But it's like, I get a lot of no's even today. Like two, two weeks ago, I was having a day where I, I got three no's back to back on something I want to do. And I'm like, fuck. And I let it affect me for a whole two days. And the next day, I stayed up until 3.30 in the morning, had to cancel my morning workout, and I sent 20 proposals. And I have been on back-to-back Zooms. I had a Zoom before this call, then I have one after. I had six Zooms yesterday from the emails I sent. I'm getting all yeses now. It's like, I never give up. And it's perseverance is what pushes us through further. So you need talent. 
But then after talent, you need perseverance yep. and you need to just go after it and do it. Never let a no stop you. I always get a lot of no's even say, I'm not always winning. Uh, you just know about the wins, mm -hmm. but I'm always fighting through, even through the no's. A lot of people hear a no and it, it affects them. They get to tears. They go, okay, I can't do it. I'm not good enough. Everybody hears a no. You get 20 no's before you get one yes. 100%. You know, that's the reality of any business. Don't give up. Do not give up. Push through. If you believe in yourself and you see the end result and you see the end vision, do it. Carry it through. Don't let a no stop you. One person didn't see it, but someone else is. And when you get that yes, it's going to be the yes you were waiting for. A hundred percent. I like literally can't even add on to that because that was like so beautifully said. I... I'm just like, Travis. <laughs> like, my hands are up to Travis. All right. right. So, again, ending this sweetly, what is, what is something that Travis is really looking forward to in the future? I am looking forward to launching my product line because I'm able to reach people that I would never be able to do their homes personally. And this way, they get to have me in their home. You know, it's my aesthetic. It's a curated collection that I'm that I picked. So you get to bring my design style into your home. I'm looking forward to that. I want to reach people that I cannot come to their home personally, but I want to be able to reach mm -hmm. them with my design. I'm excited for that. I'm what right. are you excited for? For me? Yes. Um, I w I'm excited to like start my first project whenever that happens to be right. I mean, as you know, I think, I also think everyone should kind of know this. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know why I'm having a hard time saying this, but you know, I have multiple jobs. I'm a podcaster. I'm a yoga teacher. And I think people also need to know that the hustle culture of like that. I'm not going to like stop everything I'm doing just to like fully start design. I would love for it to like find its way inward and, and whatnot, but I'm so excited to, you know, I've met with a few people who have already kind of been like, I would love to work with you. And I'm like, well, I need to, I'm like, I need to talk to Travis because if someone wants to work with me, I need to like, I got, you're like my business person in this world. You're like my go-to confidant so far, but no, you know, having multiple jobs. And I think people forget that, that like, this isn't just like, I'm going to become a designer and I'm going to crush it right away. It's like, no, I'm going to get my clients through the clients I have now, which is amazing. And I have a lot to learn. So for me, I'm a person who loves to learn. So for me, I guess what I'm excited about is to learn what the business of this is after learning like all of the renderings the history all of that for me i'm excited to i guess put pen to paper and really do the damn thing but like when well, when is that time gonna happen i'm not so sure yet but like i know it's gonna come to me i know it's gonna happen i have a few interviews lined up again it's also very hard when you're your own you're an entrepreneur and freelance and trying to figure out how do I make my schedule work and mix it with somebody else's and that's a little bit hard that's where I'm navigating right now but I'm really really excited for the future and I'm really excited to like even when I was at your house like learn more about different art styles or learn more about color pairings or learn well, that's that's the thing you sh you never stop learning so the fact that you said I want to always be able to learning you're on the right path because when you stop learning, you stop growing. No matter how old you are, how successful you are, how well known you are, you should never stop learning. And that's one thing I've learned from people who are very successful and who have been in it for years. You always have to be open to new stuff. 
new ideas, new ways to do things. There's always something new. I mean, everything is a reinterpretation, but totally. still, there's always a way to learn something new. You always got to be learning. And even taking it back to what you said in the beginning, you always need different st- different streams of income. Not only streams of income, but streams of activity. True wealth does not rely on one form of income. And that's something one girl said to me earlier. I remember I was telling you a few girls reached out to me being like, how do you like gain personal wealth without other people helping you? And it's, it's doing all of those things. And I can't let fully, I, it's not that I'm ever going to, I always want to teach yoga. I always want to do what makes me happy. It's something you love. And I'm going to, I, I'm trying to find that balance. And it's also great because my clients are great people who are also in the middle of, some are moving, some are renovating places, some you know, see my potential, but are like, let's see what you can really like, let's see what you can really do. And I think that's also the thing about starting anything new is that you just kind of have to put yourself out there, show your inspiration, show what you've got. And I'm not going to say fake it till you make it, but like make those, do it. Yeah. But like make those connections. Like if I have a question, I'm going to hit you up. Like, I'm not going to like sit there and be like, shit, I don't know what to do. And I'm going to call you up and be like, hey, where can I get Venetian plaster? Where do you think is the best quality that I can get it? I just, um, no, 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 no. Obviously I mentioned it because you just mentioned it. But do you know what I mean? Uh, no. The, and Travis, if you don't think we're not painting my apartment after you get it, you're crazy because we are. We're painting it. So but you are on the right track because knowledge is meant to be shared. So if anyone knows something, your job is to share that. So whenever you have a question, go to someone who may know the answer because when they know the answer, they're supposed to share it. Knowledge is meant to be shared. Like talent is meant to be shared. It's not meant to be saved just for you. Exactly. So I guess for me, that's what I'm excited about. And again, I know the people that I can. That's also the thing. I needed to find my people that I'm new. I'm a newbie here. I'm a new girl here. That's And that's okay to admit to myself, you know? And that's a fun, exciting thing. Exactly. So for me, that's what I'm excited about. And Travis, you know, you really like... Like you flowed through this as it, I didn't even, I, I haven't even picked my iPad up once. I'm like, all right, he just crushed it. And like, that's really just it. And, you know, I, first of all, on a personal level, want to thank you for just being like a thank kind you. human being, because we need more of those. And on a professional level, like beyond inspired by you, like just beyond and not even by your work, but like how you come off as a human my body. <laughs> Oh, everyone's got... You don't think I'm going to show everyone your body? Woo! Guys, you don't even know. It's on... Literally, as he's with... Has an open shirt on in front of me. Miami uh, life. I mean, I'm hey. hey. I'm inspired by you. Your kindness, your curiosity to learn. Um, I think those are two incredible traits and qualities. Well, you know what? I really look forward to our friendship. I look forward to maybe one day doing a project together. I look forward yes. to walks with the dogs i literally we were saying yesterday that we need to get together but you haven't been in town either so you know no. again and you also were gone because you had to go get your things so it was like a whole, a whole it was thing. just You're a whole with yoga yeah no i'm so busy that's why school you have been you had the test like you had a lot going on <laughs> no i know it's crazy that like now i don't but now it's like again clients 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 and i'm like how do i fit all of this in but i'm also making money and i want people to know that that like it is a it's a struggle of finding out like should i stop with this client and take that hour to do this and it's like but like if i don't do that then i won't make my money it's something that you have to really think about and you know know that again one stream of um income like i need multiple streams to like live the life that i would like to live and maybe that's not for all people but for me that's how it's gonna be and i think for you it goes pretty similarly 
and we both done a lot of different things in our lives, which I think led us to this world and also to have such compassion. I think every job and every failure and every up teaches you to be more loving and compassionate. I think you and I are really big proponents of that. And don't be afraid of failure. You know, that's where you learn. Failure is where you learn. I always say that. I'm like, every time I've fallen, I've only come back way stronger. Yes. Well, Trav, I love you. You're awesome. Where can people find you? I'm going to put everything in the details. Travis London on Instagram and studiolondon.com for the website and for the paint. And thank you for having me. I love the vibe. I love you. Thank you for coming on the vibe, Trav.